So it's like, oh shit, my offer's been accepted. Oh shit, I need to find some money. Mm. So like, these moments are what development's all about. But at the end of the day, development is going to be challenging. But if you don't do that, if you don't get past that point, you're never going to get results, are you? If it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. Hello and welcome to the Property Developers Secrets podcast with myself, Lloyd Girardi. And myself, Andy Cook. And we are back. It's been a while since we've been back together recording the podcast. So I've been around skiing, you've been out skiing, we've sort of been uh, to and froing. But we are here together recording a few podcasts. So that's good to see you. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, I do see you every day. We just haven't yeah. recorded podcasts, but um, yeah, no, it is good. We we've done obviously that we've had the build the dream series going out. There's a few of them been going out of some weeks. I've done a couple of interviews, um, so yeah, it's been good. It's been good. We've kept the consistency, and we saw um, you mentioned earlier that in a couple of weeks, two or three weeks' time, it's going to be half a year's worth of podcasts already. Yeah, imagine like half a year. That's, we need a little celebration, don't we? Yeah. So, yeah, awesome. Uh, we're, we're, in fact, we'll be out in Croatia. So we're going to do a webinar out there. We're going to be doing some podcasts out there as well. Um, so, yeah, we'll certainly do a podcast out in Croatia and share why we're there as well. Yeah. But look, um, talking of feedback and the Building the Dream, I did have some feedback about the Building the Dream series podcast. Um, and more importantly, one of the episodes we had uh, with Matt Kavanagh and some people have been saying that's one of the best um, sort of interviews we've done so far which is awesome and matt is absolutely flying but look if you are enjoying this podcast and you are enjoying what you're seeing and you're enjoying what you're hearing look please share it please um share it with the people that you think will benefit from hearing what we've got to say like yeah so i think if you can share it out yeah we'd appreciate it it does help um you know we, we don't mind sitting and doing this as long as people getting a va- getting value from it like you say we've done nearly half a year already uh, i've really noticed the feedback um, that it's seeping out to other people. A lot of people who come through the Property Developer Secrets course now start saying that you know they've already heard some of the stuff from the podcast. We had the last one, literally last weekend we did one, and we had someone fly out from Malaysia. We had someone fly out from Romania, and then they're going to develop in Bali. We had someone fly over from Ireland to work with his dad who worked in the UK, somebody over from Wales as well, and all, all around the country in the UK as well. But it really shows that it's, you know, the, the podcast is online. It's everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, we are truly international. Well, yeah. So, yeah, awesome. But no, look, in fact, I'd love to hear from you where you're listening from um so yeah if it's the uk great but if it's further abroad we'd love it we actually hit the charts in namibia as well we were uh, top 33 in the charts in namibia i thought when we first came out we were top 10 yeah yeah so look i'd love to um hear from you so if you are liking the podcast please let us know also please share it out and yeah we're just here to deliver value and if you think someone will benefit from that value Share it for them. It's their benefit as much as yours. Plus, they realised we were pretty shit in Namibia pretty quickly, so we're <laughs> we're way off the charts now. So we need to pick it up in this um, in this country. So yeah. no, we 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 like to have a bit of fun with it. Um, yeah, we can. Um, we we're back to ourselves now. Like you say, we've done a few interviews. So let's do that. And uh, what we're going to talk about today, Lloyd? So we're going to be talking about a very technical term in development. So if you've got pen and paper, you want to write this down because it can get quite technical, but it is. It's going to happen in every single deal. Now, the uh, abbreviation is OSM, which stands for? Oh, shit moment. Oh, shit moment. It's that moment where you put an offer out, your first ever offer, and it comes back accepted or it comes back rejected. Uh, they are OSMs. It's like, oh, shit, my offer's been accepted. 
like, what do I do next? Or, or in fact, ten, an OSM tends to be followed by an OSM. So it's mm. like, oh shit, my offer's been accepted. Oh shit, I need to find some money. Mm. So like, these moments are what development's all about. I think you've got to embrace the ISMs, haven't you? It's like, it's the moment when it all becomes real, isn't it? Because yeah. like before that, it's all like a bit of a game. You're just playing at it, you know, like, I just want to be a developer. You know, like, you start telling a few people and you're like in a circle, but you've not really committed yet. It's like saying you're going to get a six pack, but you haven't quite gone to the gym yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or you're and, playing uh, poker, you've not quite gone all in. Yeah, you go yeah. all in, it's like, oh shit, I'm in. Yeah, so, you know, but it, it, you're you're on the edge You've, you've either got to then, at that point, jump off and fully commit, two feet first, or before that, you feel like you've got that, you could still withdraw and go back, can't you? you know, go back to where you came from, whatever. The OSM is that pivot point. But if you don't change anything, you never change... Well, you, to... to what, no, what's that? The way you do everything is the way you do anything. Yeah. But, you know, you, you have to change something to get different results. If you do the same thing, you can get the same results. So it's that point where you know that it's going to be challenging. But at the end of the day, development is going to be challenging. But if you don't do that, if you don't get past that point, you're never going to get results, are you? Yeah, it's the old phrase, again, phrase after phrase. But if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. So embrace the challenge. So but let's. I want to rewind where the term OSM came from. Um, and it was from one of our students, actually. So probably back in, would have been 2016, 17, um, we were in the room next door. I was we going to say it was a, the room next door, wasn't doing it? Doing yeah. a mastermind session. And I was sort of going through, um, Andy was talking to the guy that was sort of uh, helping at the time. Um, and he's just struggling to find sites. And I thought, well, you know what? I'll jump on Rightmove and I'll find I'll find a site. I'll just see what what's about. Um, so I jumped on Rightmove. We found a site for him in Whetstone in North London. Um, and I sent it over to him and said, look, here's the potential. I don't know what it's going to be like yet. So let's go through the numbers and have a look at it. And it was an old bank conversion into, I believe it was three flats. It's been a while, but um, I believe it's three uh, three flats. And he said, look, it might work. From the numbers, it, it can't, it's there or thereabouts. Obviously, the land's probably overpriced, so we need to sort of have a negotiation. But he went off and basically made the offer. He emailed me about a week later saying, Lloyd, um, thanks for the mastermind session. I've just had an OSM. And I was like, what's an OSM? Like, I've not taught him OSMs. Like, what's all this? And I read the email out and he said, oh, basically, the OSM is a no shit moment. So I said to him, look, I love that phrase. I'm going to nick it from you. Not nick it. I'm going to use it. So, um, yeah, that was Mittel. He gave us the phrase. Uh, we've used it ever since. Um, but yeah, OSM was, he had an OSM moment. He had his offer accepted and the deal seemed to stack up and, yeah, eventually did stack up. Well, and then the, the follow-on from that is he did do the development at Whetstone. You know, that was the first, and as far as we know, he's done many since. You know, the training is there. There's a key point with this, actually, that the development training is there to get people started. It's there to preload them with the solutions for some of the challenges that they're going to get and the contacts as well. But the train is not there as a, a crutch that they need forever. Like, we haven't seen Mittle for a while. Like, he checks in with us every now and again as a friend, doesn't he? Yeah. But, you know, he was on the, the training in probably 2016. You know, yeah. if he was still on the training now, then we aren't training him very well. Yeah. So, you know, Absolutely. the train is there to get you up to speed, to give you the confidence and the support to get over that first deal. But then, you know, you fly with your own wings. And, you know, the whole point is that you can go and do it yourself then. You learn the system and you have the team around you to help you, you know, 
um, help you execute that system, I suppose. Yeah. And you know, you don't need that. Then you know, you go off and find mentors on something else you want to learn about. Yeah, that's it. Like he's doing really well. Like I remember, he was the kind of had a good corporate job, and he had, he earned a decent salary. Hmm. Um, and he, one of his big goals was to get rid of that salary and, and quit the job, which he's eventually done. But also, one of his other goals was to run and own a gym, which he's also done since developing. So. That development opens so many windows and opportunities. It's it's amazing. Or doors rather than windows. Well, but naturally, but, uh, <laughs> it's going to open windows and doors because you fit yeah, them. Yeah. So you'd you have to test them for a start and then whatever. But yeah, but yeah look, the, the OSM, that's what we're talking about. So there's going to be so many moments in development. Like probably the first OSM you'll get, um, even going right back to training, like OSM, I've just paid for training. I don't know what I'm going to get. So that's those three days. We've just done the three days. Everyone is buzzing from it. We've already got people sort of finding sites, which is amazing. The OSM after that is finding the deal, finding one that works, going on right moves, speaking to an agent. That's the, one of the biggest OSMs, mm. isn't it? It's like, oh shit moment of actually before you go in to speak to an agent, but it's never going to be, the outcome's never what you think it's going to be. It's going let, to be let, me, let me tell the story. I won't say who it is, but it was, you know, someone was in our, in our support program, our mastermind um, last week, two weeks ago, whatever. And it was a big deal for her to go and speak to an agent, you know, like, she is really, um, really great at the development stuff. You know, she works in her, in her job. She's like a project manager. So great with the practicalities. It doesn't phase her at all. That's her world. And we've all got that. We've all got stuff that we're really comfortable with. But we've also got stuff that you know, other people find really easy and they're comfortable with that really challenges us. So, you know, I set her on a previous month a target to go and speak to three agents because you have to, to be good at the project management, but you have to get a deal. You, yeah. you know, you're not utilizing your skills, are you? So, you know, and if, if we're honest, she was kind of hiding away from doing that a little bit and really quiet in the group. And she didn't do it. She didn't, she didn't do the tasks that were set for her. So, you know, we discussed it, discussed some of the reasons why she hadn't done it. And, you know, we, we got under the psychology of it a little bit. And, you know, I said, look, we've got to get over this barrier, though. Because if you don't get over this barrier, you're not going to get a deal. There's no point in you being here. It's a waste of money. So, you know, I set her to speak to five agents. And instantly she said, oh, hold on a minute. You know, look, it was three. No, it's three I've got to speak to. But I needed to break it down. I needed to explode it to break it down. But I said, don't speak to any in your area. Like, if you're scared, because it's, as you said, you're scared of what the reply you're going to get. You're scared that you're going to burn an opportunity with someone that you need to work with in the future. So I said, just go to an area you don't care about. Like, you don't want to develop. You don't, you're not trying to build a relationship. Like but practice. just, yeah, just yeah. do it as a, like, throw yourself in there and find out that it's not as scary as you think it's going to be. And um, I also set the task that, you know, you've got a choice here. Like, you know, you, you, you know you're going to try and do it this month. So then your next choice is... Do I leave it till like your homework, day 28, 29, because you know you're going to come and sit in front of you, you know, someone who's going to challenge you again and have all that emotional anxiety throughout the month where you're trying to trick yourself, you know, and say why well, you shouldn't be doing it now. Maybe you do it next month. Imagine the conversation you're going to have with me or whatever. Or you can go out in the first two days, get it done and have a really positive month because of not only the reaction of those conversations, but you're like mentally patting yourself on the back, aren't you? It's yeah. like going to the gym in the morning instead of the evening. So anyway, the, the result of that, two days later, she put in the group and tagged me and, and Matt, the other mentor in it, and she'd been to all five agents. She did four out of the area and she even did one in her own area. And, you know, none of those conversations were what she thought. She said, even, you know, I'm shy, but I even had a you know long conversation with four of them. Like, I didn't even know I had it in me. And now she's got that positivity going through. So OSMs are really, really positive. They help you 
conquer and battle some of those apprehensions and fears that we all have, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. The, probably the upside to that, she's going to start developing a new area now because she's built a relationship <laughs> yeah, with someone it. else. Yeah, so. She's suddenly got a deal. Oh, shit, yeah. OSM. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, It's never going to be how you think it's going to be. Like, She talked herself out of going to speak to that agent mm. for ages or even an, an agent in general. Um, but it's not that scary. Like, Actually, from teaching people, we probably, like, in, in essence know a bit more about land sourcing and land development than some agents do so don't uh, go into it thinking there's a lot of agents who don't know you know oh, they're, they're just the third, third, third. Yeah, they're just going to third 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 because oh. that's what they know isn't it you know but yeah, that's fine but you know like the fact is is that we go in with a, a an intelligent and method methodological me- yeah, methodological whatever that methodological, is yeah. that's the one yeah we go in with a yeah that kind of offer yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you know but there is a mythology around it no that's a mythology that's wrong that is methodology Uh, methodology fill in the blank yeah (laughs) there's a methodology behind it um you know like we've got a system we've got to that reason like whatever the asking price is is irrelevant yeah you know it it doesn't matter what the asking price is our you know our system (laughs) is um (laughs) it it fires out what you can pay for it at the end doesn't it you know the parameters are you know that you you need a build cost you need a, a profit margin there's no point in doing it you know you, you the last bit in that equation after you've allowed for funding because your own position or whatever is what you can pay for the land isn't it yeah, and it. it means that it doesn't work a lot of the time but when it does work then you'll push forward on it yeah so look, analyzing a deal if they want 200 grand for it and your oh shit moment is you can only pay 100 grand for it that's your first oh shit it's like oh shit doesn't work actually it does work every deal stacks up based on what you can pay for it not what they're asking for so look, we've probably covered this in a previous episode anyway, but um, next OSMs, you're going to get on the build team. Like OSM, the offer's been accepted. I now need to get a build team together. Like, again, that's not a scary thing, going out and starting to talk to people. When you've got a site, it's so much easier to talk to people about a deal and also investors about a deal when you've got a site. So don't overthink anything going forward. Don't try and think of the team you need to get together or the money you're going to get. Get the deal first. And then the rest of it will follow. Yeah, and and I think that just to be aware that this is this happens to all of us, you know. Like an example this morning, you know, like I went into our architects, you know, and we see our architects all the time, you know. Like I bump into them in the pub, and but I haven't physically been in their office for probably three years or more, yeah. probably more than that to be honest. It's been pre-COVID. a while. Yeah, it's been a while. It will be pre-COVID, and you know, so the guys I speak to and that, so I had to push myself to go in there because it's like not because it's a scary environment. I had a nice conversation with them, but it's just not in your normal like routine is it so it's easier not to do it and that's the key isn't it so i was riding by and on my bike and i could you know my motorbike and i could have gone one way and i thought no i'll go in and stick my head in because at the end of the day you know you've got to keep those relationships up and activity creates opportunity doesn't it you know and we had some really good conversations and now they're going to send me a couple of deals we talked about how is so, steve yeah steve's really good yeah. he wants to play golf with us oh awesome yeah right. so i've got an opening on saturday if you want to come uh, yeah i, I might know. come on that actually yeah, yeah but yeah. anyway but steve wants to yeah he mentioned about playing golf so that's cool Awesome. But that's what it's about, isn't it? And the, but the property world is a relationships industry, and people forget that, don't they? It's yeah. not about transactions, even. It's not about you know, it, it deals and transactions are, are like the tools we have in our world, but it's driven by relationships. You'll get those deals because the relationships you form with agents, vendors, investors, everything. What are you doing? I just realised I've got a load of list of OSMs in the back here, so okay. I might just read a few. Were you listening to me? Were you? Oh yeah, <laughs> relationship with the agents. Yeah, I can do two funny. things at once. Um, yeah, look, let's sort of finish this episode off with a, a list of the OSMs from our first developments. This is St James, um, and in the book, I wrote a list of 
the oh shit moments I went through. Um, and just in a, well, a sentence, we might not we know what St. James is. So just what is St. James? Oh, so, yeah, yeah, St. James is our first ever deal. Um, eight new build houses from complete standing start, ground up, none of our own money. Uh, but we ended up making £370,000 profit and retaining them and renting them out for a cash flow of about £3,500 net per month. So I think that's the context of the property. But you've got to give context to us as well. This was the start of our journey, 2014. Yeah. We were nothing but a pair of pricks. And, you know, we had no knowledge in developments. I'd come from on the tools and a small building company and you were selling lights, basically. So very new world, very like yeah. threw ourselves into an auction, you know, got this. It's in the book, but we got this in weird circumstances where we didn't get it, did get it on an auction day and then had 28 days to pay for it, didn't we? Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, carry on. So, yeah, look, chapter one is about the auction. So if you haven't got the book, chapter one of the property development book by myself. Um yeah, have a read. But yeah, this is the oh shit moments we went through. So first one, oh shit, we just bought a plot of land at auction for £157,000. Pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Pretty scary. When you've got 28 days to find £157,000 that you've never borrowed money before in your life, right, that's a big oh shit moment. Um, oh shit, we have no money. Quickly followed that. It was mm. a bit like, oh, we just bought something. But um, oh shit, we've only two weeks left to complete on the plot of land and we still haven't got any money. Big moment. Um, yeah, it was the last 10 days, wasn't it? We had to, yeah. But sometimes that positive pressure, like, you know, we talk about this a lot, that if that auction had been six months down the line, like we want, we would have wanted it, we would have talked to sales about that deal, 100%. Yeah. We'd have found a million reasons why we wouldn't have done that deal. Then if we hadn't have had the positive pressure of only 10 days left or 28 days originally, then 10 days left, we wouldn't have pushed ourselves to the depths of the conversations and what we needed to do to solve those problems. Yeah. So, you know, positive pressure is a really good thing. Carry yeah, on. look, you've got to have pressure. Like, you can't solve anything unless you've got a problem. Like, you, can't, you can think about how to solve it, but if you haven't got that problem to solve money or find money, like you say, you need that pressure. Um, a few more here then. Uh, oh, shit, this is it, the first day of our build. Uh, and then followed shortly after oh shit, the copper pipes that we've just been delivered have been stolen. Like, this shit happens. Like, stuff happens on site. Um, and yeah, it wasn't great, but we had a load of copper pipes delivered on site. They weren't fitted. So that night, someone decided they wanted to take them away and use them elsewhere. But um, didn't stop it. Uh, didn't stop the deal. Didn't affect the deal. But some people could really freak out about that happening and never start a deal in the first place. A um, couple more. Oh shit. British Telecom BT is wait, is a, has a waiting list and we haven't got any BT lines to the site. Yeah, that was a bit of a, mm. oh shit. But we dealt with it. I, it eventually came through. Um, and then a few more. This is normal. Oh shit, refinance has taken longer than we thought. Like, that's normal in development. So that's normal in any property uh, industry. We're yeah. waiting on loads of people trying to put everything together towards the end. But at the end of it, we managed to refinance, pull out, uh, about 19 grand cash, but also had 290,000 pounds left in his equity plus cash flowing at the end of the deal as well. So look, this episode is about OSMs, but they're everywhere. Like an OSM will happen on your site. Embrace the good ones. And you know what? Solve the, the negative ones when you they're get all negative good one. ones. They're all good they ones. Are. You know, like you should, you should positively strive for more OSMs, you know, because even the ones that feel like they're getting on top of you, you're going to learn the most from. And, you know, you need more OSMs in your life. That is the, the message we're going to leave you with. Yeah. So 
get yourself an OSM. And in fact, share with us your most recent OSM. Let's hear about them. Cheers.